I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You're now listening to the Destination Debbie Podcast. I present your host, Ray Garvin, the creator of Destination Debbie, and your go-to source for all things Debbie and college football. Back, back, back. Welcome back to the station, good people. This is Destination Debbie, and we are back for another edition of the Dynasty Trade Show, showing you some like actionable shit that's actually going on in real Dynasty Leagues with my degenerate army over at Destination Debbie Patreon, patreon.com forward slash all gas. So if you want to be featured in the show, if you want to have like dope trade advice and, and engage with the community that are, I mean, I mean it's seriously degenerates from all over the globe. It's 24-7 nonstop football. Leave all the other BS on Twitter, on Facebook, Reddit, social media, YouTube. But when we come over to the squad, we're just focused on building a better dynasty team. And that's what we do at Destination Debbie. So again, for everybody who may have missed the last episode, make sure you go back and check out episode 12. With these trades, what we were doing in the past was sort of breaking down uh, the league format and the scoring format and all that other stuff. But that's only applicable to like a handful of people. People who are in similarly, you know, structured leagues. So what we're doing in these ones is I'm just reading the trade. I'm just reading the trade and then we can kind of talk about it from, from different angles. Doesn't matter if it's a super flex league or a single quarterback or, you know, 10 team, 12 team league. That way it's more actionable for everybody involved. So, uh, what I want to start with on this one is actually something that I have talked about quite a bit as a game theory type strategy move. And it's for everybody that has the 101 in super flex drafts. 
I would be aggressively trying to trade down and pivot off of the 101. And let me tell you why. It has nothing to do with Trevor Lawrence's talent. Nothing. I mean, I'm on record saying that I think he's a generational quarterback. I think he's a fantastic NFL draft prospect, one of the best quarterback prospects we've ever seen. And I think he's going to be very, very good for us in fantasy football. Here's the thing. I also think Justin Fields is going to be very good for us in fantasy. I think Mac Jones is going to provide a safe floor. I think Zach Wilson has a high upside ceiling for us in fantasy football, as well as Trey Lance, what he can do from the pocket and with his legs. There are five really solid quarterbacks in this 2021 NFL draft, and they're all going to go probably top 15 here in the next couple of days. So if there's an opportunity for me to pivot off of the 101 and move back to the 102, the 103, or potentially even the 104 and obtain a proven NFL player, a young talent, additional draft capital, I'm taking that deal 10 out of 10 times. I, I have the 101 or had the 101 in a couple of leagues and I've moved it everywhere. One of the leagues, I traded the 101 for the 102 and Jalen Rager. So not a big you know, return on that deal, but I pick up a young wide receiver and I move back a spot and I'm perfectly fine with taking either Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or Trey Lance at the 102 spot. In this most recent dynasty startup that I participated in, it was a mid-season dynasty startup, and I just made the deal. Uh, I had the 101 in that draft, so let's let's pull that up right now. Let's pull this up. So we did this mid-season dynasty startup, so I, I feel like I just crushed the, the draft side of this, right? Picking up talent because players were hurt. So the, the way that this league ran was because it was a mid-season startup, the lowest scoring team has the 101. So because I had Joe Mixon, and Saquon Barkley and Cam Akers didn't play early on and DeAndre Swift wasn't a feature back. Um, Brandon Ayuk missed time. Long story short, I was the 101. So I have a very good team and I ended up with the first pick in this draft. What you don't see here is I also had uh, Jalen Hurts. So for those of you listening and not watching, uh, my roster, Patrick Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, Brandon Ayuk, Mark Andrews, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, Baker Mayfield. And then on the bench, I've got Michael Pittman Jr. I've got Michael Gallup on the bench and some, you know, decent tight ends. But that's like the core of the team. I also had Jalen Hurts on this squad. I had Jalen Hurts. I traded Jalen Hurts couple of months back for the 110 and Odell Beckham Jr. So I moved Jalen Hurts for the 110 Odell Beckham Jr. So I'm sitting here going into this rookie draft. I know I've got the 110. It's a super flex league PPR and I have the 101. I did not want the 101. And even sitting here at the 101, the entire time I was thinking, I really want a running back. I want Najee Harris. I want to solidify my running back room. And I didn't want to take Najee Harris at the 101. So I ended up trading back from the 101 to the 104 hoping that Najee Harris would slide to me. Um, but I also received Terry McLaurin. So I got Terry McLaurin and the 104 for the 101. Slam dunk, in my opinion. Like that's That was a no-brainer deal. Absolutely give me that. The team that needed the 101 desperately needed a quarterback, and Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback prospect in this class, so it made sense for both teams. But for me to move back three spots and pick up Terry McLaurin, Fine. All right. Do I need a quarterback with Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield? Not really, but, you know, draft best player available and the best player available at the one on one spot would have been Trevor Lawrence. But luckily, I made that deal to move back. And I've been trying to move that pick for months. And it wasn't until the draft started that I was actually able to get a deal done. 
So at the 101, Trevor Lawrence goes off of the board, followed by Justin Fields. No surprise there. At the 103, I was really concerned. I was like, man, please don't let Najee Harris go off of the board. And he didn't. Kyle Pitts goes off of the board at 103. So I'm sitting here at the 104 and I get the player that I really wanted at 101. And before I made the selection at 104, I asked the squad, I asked the Heisman members of the squad, I said, who should I take here? And it was like 50-50 split. You know, some people said Najee Harris, but an overwhelming majority of the people in the Discord told me to take Trey Lance at 104. Get the quarterback, get the quarterback. It's super flex, get the quarterback. And I still was kind of like, nah, because it's the psychology of rookie drafts. And I, I, I was on record saying, I said, I bet you if I take Najee Harris here, we'll see Travis Etienne and Javonta Williams come off of the board probably back to back right after this Najee pick for FOMO, right? Fear of missing out on a running back in this class. And I didn't know that was going to happen, but I had a strong suspicion. I had a strong feeling that if I went Najee at 104, two other running backs would come off of the board before I pick at 110. And that's exactly what happened at the 105, Travis Etienne at the 106, Javonta Williams. So now I'm sitting there at the 110 spot. And I know for a fact, I'm either going to get Trey Lanzac, Wilson, Mac Jones, Jamar Chase, or Devontae Smith. It's, it's etched in stone. All I needed to happen between the 1-7 and the 1-9 was for one wide receiver to come off of the board for me to solidify a quarterback. And if two comes off of the board, I've got a really good chance of landing a player that I thought about taking at 104, which is Trey Lance. At 107, Devonta Smith comes off of the board. I'm elated. 108, Jamar Chase comes off of the board. I'm locked into Zach Wilson or Trey Lance. And then the the I really wanted Lance. And at 109, I'm like, please don't take Trey Lance. Please don't take Trey Lance. And the manager takes Zach Wilson. Boom, baby. 110, I get Trey Lance. So the 110 pick that I acquired for uh, for trading Jalen Hurts, it went from Jalen Hurts to Trey Lance. So the ripple effect of this, of moving back off of the 101, the ripple effect of this was I acquired Terry McLaurin, I got Najee Harris and Trey Lance all for moving back from the 101. And then here in the second round, at the top of the second, I was still able to grab Rondell Moore at the 201. So now my roster is Patrick Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, Terry McLaurin, Odell Beckham Jr. acquired from the Jalen Hurts deal, Brandon Ayuk, Mark Andrews, Akers, Swift, Najee Harris, Baker Mayfield, Pat Fryermuth, and Trey Lance all from pivoting off of that 101 pick. If I took Trevor Lawrence and wasn't able to move back, I have no Najee Harris. The chances of me getting Trey Lance, I don't know. Maybe it's still there. Maybe the team that needed Trevor Lawrence has to take a different quarterback and I'm I'm out of Trey Lance. So this is just an actionable piece of advice why I am okay with pivoting off of Trevor Lawrence. So I don't have Trevor Lawrence, but I got Trey Lance. And I got Terry McLaurin and I got Najee Harris out of that deal. I am fine. Like this was a textbook example of how a draft really could have played out. And essentially at 201, I could have taken Mac Jones. I could have gotten two quarterbacks, right? When essentially at the 101, I'm only taking Trevor Lawrence. So just a piece of advice as to why I have no problem moving off of the 101. And it has nothing to do with Trevor Lawrence and his talent. It's just the value that you can extract from that pick right now. And if I were you, I would be doing that 
now, before the NFL draft, because if the San Francisco 49ers take Trey Lance, there's no way he's falling to the 110. If, you know, there are so many different variables that can happen. And if, if, if the Niners take Trey Lance, if, you know, a team like the Carolina Panthers takes Trey Lance, you know, how much are you willing to give up off of the one-on-one when you know, like, that's fine. I I won't get Trevor Lawrence, but I'll be fine with Trey Lance. It's almost like you are hamstrung to the one-on-one pick, which is Trevor Lawrence. So, just my advice as to how I would approach the 101 in rookie drafts this year is I'm trading back every single time. 102, 103, 104, at least at the 104, you ensure yourself one of the top four quarterbacks. And at at least 105, you get one of the top five quarterbacks. And Mac Jones, outside of him going to San Francisco, I really think if he's drafted by the 49ers, you might see him go top six, but I still think people are so dug in on, oh, he's not mobile and he's just Mac Jones and he threw three bad balls at his pro day. I, I can't see him going any higher than maybe 107, 108, even as a pick of the San Francisco 49ers, but we will see. So let's move into some other deals that happened over there uh, with the patrons over the past week. So I just titled this one, Disgusting Quarterbacks. So uh, in this deal... Sam Darnold and the 211 in 2021 was sent away for Jared Goff in a 2023 first round pick. I mean, give me Goff in the 2023 first. Like, I know everybody is just enamored with Sam Darnold, with Joe Brady and Carolina, with DJ Moore and Matt Rule. Darnold was turnover prone in college. He was turnover. He's been turnover prone in the NFL. I just don't think a leopard changes his stripes like that or spots or whatever the hell a leopard has, right? Zebra stripes, leopard spots. I don't know. Uh, but I know that I prefer the 2023 first round pick. And coming from that team who just acquired Sam Darnold, there's probably a good chance that 2023 third is high. Tank Bigsby, Jameer Gibbs, Bijan Robinson, Kayshawn Boutte, DJU, Bryce Young. Give me that pick. And Jared Goff, who's at least a starter for this season. I mean, shit, they probably have about the same amount of staying power, Jared Goff and Sam Darnold. So pivoting off of Kadarius Toney to a 2023 first round pick, no brainer, hell of a job. BGC, my boy, Brandon, that's my boy. Good deal. He is a paying member, Heisman member. So that's why he makes good, smart decisions like this. So here we go. Let's look at another one of my Heisman tier members, T-Verge, Big Dave, just Killed this trade right here. He sent away DK Metcalf, Daniel Jones, Kyle Pitts for Stephon Diggs and Patrick Mahomes. I don't care if this is a 10-team league, a 12-team league, 16-team league, super flex, half-point PPR, tight end premium, Patrick Mahomes and Stephon Diggs. 10 out of 10 times over Daniel Jones, DK Metcalf, and Kyle Pitts. The team receiving Pitts, I'm assuming, you know, once one of the rookies is in love with Kyle Pitts, believes he's the second coming of Travis Kelsey, and he probably is Kelsey, Darren Waller type clone. But give me the best quarterback in football and give me a top five wide receiver in fantasy football and Stephon Diggs. That's that's a good win now move, and it's still a good move for the future. I mean, Daniel Jones, Mahomes, that's not even comparison. Uh, Diggs and Metcalf, we can say they're considerably close, right, as far as value. And then Kyle Pitts, of course, the edge at the tight end. But Mahomes is probably equal to... 
Pitts, Jones, and Metcalf damn near by itself in a super flex format. Um, so to get Stefan Diggs on top of that, I just think this is a smash deal for the Diggs and Mahomes side. So good job, Dave. That's a, that's a very good trade. So we go from a good deal to I just have this title WTF. What, what, what are we doing here? A 2023 first was acquired for Andy Dalton, Mark Ingram, Carlos Hyde, and Tevin Coleman. I, <laughs> I mean, what's in what you shouldn't have blurred his name out because he deserves to be publicly shamed across the YouTube platform, across uh, the, the podcast network for such an egregious deal. Pistol Pete Zero, whoever you traded for this pick, please send them the the Patreon information and make sure they join because this is probably it. This this is not as bad as my deal. It's still not as bad as Jefferson for Connor. That is still one of the worst deals of all time. But this is pretty damn close. Andy Dalton, Mark Ingram, Carlos Hyde, and Tevin Coleman for twenty twenty three first. W T F major. Like, what do you, what do you, I'm trying to understand what the other side of this deal is thinking. Like, what are you thinking? Uh, uh, this has to be a 20 team league and they have no quarterback. And that's what it boiled down to. It, it has to be like a 20 team league, 32 team league. Um, because you, you you're getting a bunch of running backs who may not even make a roster. This is the this is just a ter this is a terrible, absolutely wolf, terrible, terrible deal. Now we got three Deshaun Watson deals coming up, and uh, Deshaun Watson, one of the more polarizing players in the NFL and fantasy and the sports world right now, because of all of the. Uh, sexual assault allegations uh, surrounding him right now. Not going to really speak on that, but you know the reality is we don't know if he's playing this year. We don't know what's going to happen. Is he going to play? Is he going to not play? Is it just one year? Is it a certain amount of games? Neither here nor there. Deshaun Watson is a player that I don't really want in Dynasty right now, but at the right price, I may consider grabbing him. So let's take a look at a couple of these deals. So here we go. So Deshaun Watson, well, Deshaun Watson and Mark Andrews were sent away. They were put on a plane and shipped off for Hunter Henry, Baker Mayfield, David Montgomery, a 2023 first and a 2023 second. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's a pretty damn good haul for Watson and Andrews. Um, 10 team league, 12 team league. Super flex. You get a quarterback who's definitely going to play this season. I think Baker Mayfield is a top 14 quarterback in Dynasty, top 14 quarterback in the NFL. He's not Deshaun Watson, but he doesn't stink. Hunter Henry, uh, Mark Andrews, I'd give the edge to Andrews, but Henry and Jonu Smith are probably going to be the primary pass catchers in, in New England, so I don't hate that. David Montgomery, say what you want about him. He's a volume-based running back. He's a solid RB2 that can give you RB1 weeks, and you get a 2023 first and a 2023 second. That's a pretty damn good return for Deshaun Watson at this stage. You know, a year from now, we may look back at this and say, what the hell was he thinking? But right now, we got to play for right now. We're trying to win a fantasy title now. I do not think this is a bad return for Deshaun Watson. So I actually like the Hunter Henry, Baker Mayfield, David Montgomery, 
in the 2023 first and a 2023 second round pick for Watson and Andrews. And, you know, if Watson doesn't play, then those 2023 picks could, you know, increase in value as well. So I think that's a a prudent move right now is acquiring 2023 picks. If you want to leg up uh, on your league mates, you know, this is what Destination Debbie is about, keeping you one step ahead, you know, positioning your team for short and long-term success. Start acquiring 2023 picks now. Trust me, start getting them right now. And this is a hell of a haul for for their, the uncertainty of Deshaun Watson. All right, got another Deshaun Watson deal. This individual sent Watson and Amari Cooper and received Calvin Ridley, Daniel Jones, a 2022 first and a 2023 first. You know, Ridley Cooper... Maybe the edge still to Cooper a little bit. Daniel Jones, Watson, I mean, there's no comparison. Watson is the far better quarterback, but Jones is going to play this year. Jones is ha- has an upgraded situation. He's got Saquon Barkley back. They probably take a wide receiver at some point in the draft. Improved offensive line play. And then you get a 2022 first and a 2023 first. Even if Watson comes back, those first-round picks are going to be extremely valuable. Ridley's still a young stud wide receiver. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Seaver and Jones. We'll see how he plays this year. If he gets an extension, at least you have, you don't have the upside of Deshaun Watson, but you have a starting quarterback in a super flex league. And I'm assuming this is super flex PPR. I think the wide receivers are about a wash. So I like the return. I like the return for Watson. Um, just the uncertainty around him. I think if I got offered two first round picks in back to back years, Ridley and Daniel Jones, that'd be a deal that I'd consider taking. And the other side, you know, if Watson comes back and plays, I mean, you still have those two first. I, I still like the deal for, for the two picks. That's, that's a good deal. That's a good return for Deshaun Watson and his uncertainty. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. 
Let's take a look at a third Watson deal. And this is probably the worst as far as the return for Watson. But in this situation, I would actually acquire Watson because this individual, my man Pistol Pete, who ripped off somebody a couple of trades ago, got Deshaun Watson for Carson Wentz, Rob Gronkowski, Harrison Bryant, a 2022 second, a 2022 third, and the 303 in 2021. Really, it was Watson for Carson Wentz. Watson, I mean, even if he doesn't play this season, he can miss the whole season, and I'm taking the Watson side. But the 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 learning lesson in this is there are league mates who are scared shitless about the Watson situation. And what I call these kind of deals are junk deals. They're just a bunch of noise. You you put one decent name in there and surround it by a bunch of other kind of noise, like, oh, Harrison Bryant could be the next you know, big name tight end out of Cleveland, not going to happen. He's probably a lot better for, you know, he's okay. Second tight end option. Gronk, I mean, as long as he's still playing with Brady, he's going to be viable. But I mean, what, one more year, two more years for Gronk, two second round picks in 2020, a second round pick in 2022, a second round, a third round pick in 2022 and the 303. Dude, give me Watson. Even if he missed the entire damn season, I want Watson Single quarterback, super super flex, 10 team, 12 team. I don't care. What Deshaun Watson side uh, by a mile for me uh, in this situation. So let's take a look at this deal. There are three separate deals. So let's just break this down one by one, right? So on the first part of this trade, this individual sent away the 110, which you saw in my 110 league that was Trey Lance, and a 2022 second round pick for a 2022 first, and Chase Claypool. Uh, you know, I don't hate this deal. I, I'd prefer the Claypool side, I believe. Uh, you know, if this is a PPR league, if it's 10 team, 12 team, if you're solid at quarterback and, you know, 110 could easily be Mac Jones in a super flex, it could be Trey Lance, could be Devontae Smith, probably not a running back. So you're thinking about Devontae Smith, Mac Jones, maybe a Trey Lance. Or Chase Claypool in a 2022 first. I actually, I mean, this is a solid deal for both sides. If the if the team receiving Chase Claypool just needs a receiver, um, is, is built to compete right now, I, I don't hate that side at all. I think this is one of those rare cases where I think it's a win uh, for both sides of the coin. Now, he also made another deal. Uh, he received a 2023 first-round pick. You know, I like those 2023 firsts for Sam Darnold and a 2022 third. Give me the 2023 first. Easy. Give me the 2023 first for Darnold. I, I don't... I know a lot of people think he, oh, he landed in Carolina. He's a quarterback. Shit, they might take a quarterback. If Fields slips to eight, if they can't trade back, who's to say they don't take a quarterback? You know, they're not married to Sam Darnold, so uh, they didn't have to give up a lot to get him. So give me the 2023 first over Sam Darnold. I like that deal. And then the last deal in this pick collage of deals, and you can't even see my damn face over here. Um, is a trade for, let's make this a little bit smaller. Uh, he received TJ Hawkinson in the 401 this year for Jonu Smith and Juju Smith-Schuster. I'd prefer Jonu and Juju. I mean, 
uh, I still think Juju's a super, a supremely talented wide receiver. He's back in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, he had his volatility, but Ben was kind of wild and the offensive line stunk. They had no running game. So young, talented wide receiver. I think in the NFL history, he's one of the He's got the most receiving yards or right up there with the most receiving yards in NFL history for his age. So I'm still very much in on Juju. He's playing for a big deal. Jonu Smith is probably going to operate as the team's number one passing target. Hawkinson in Detroit. I don't know, man. Hawkinson with golf. And I, I mean, Hawkinson is dope, but. I don't think Jonu Smith is that far behind him. And I don't think Hawkinson is this untouchable elite tight end like Waller, like Kelsey, like Kittle. So if I can pivot maybe a step down, a slight step down at Jonu Smith, whatever you're getting out of Juju Smith-Schuster is a hell of a lot better than Jalen Darden at the 401. So in this deal, it's very much, very, very much uh, on board with the Juju Jonu Smith side opposed to Hawkinson and the 401. And I don't care if it's tight end premium, 10-team league, um, any of that. I'm just uh, not a fan of that deal whatsoever. All right, let's take a look at our last trade uh, featuring a forgotten man, CMC, Christian McCaffrey. You know, in Dynasty Startups, he still should be a top three pick. You know, if you want to go JT, if you want to go Saquon, CMC is still dope. CMC is still, you know, one of the best running backs in football, one of the best fantasy assets that you can have. And this trade, uh, CMC was acquired for Sam Darnold getting tossed around like salad, baby. Sam Darnold is getting tossed around like salad. Christian McCaffrey was acquired for Sam Darnold, the 106 this year, the 109 this year, a 2022 first and a 2023 third. So let's think about this. Um, Christian McCaffrey for Sam Darnold. 106 could easily be Travis Etienne. It could be Zach Wilson or Trey Lance. Could be Jamar Chase. Could be Kyle Pitts. The 109 could be Smith. Could be Waddle. Could be... Trey Lance, so you could have, I mean, Kyle Pitts, Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, a 2022 first and a 2022 third, and I still want Christian McCaffrey. I I do think the team receiving all of the picks, uh, you know, if you're a rebuilding team, if you're a young team, that's going to be a a hell of a haul for you, Um, you know, 106 and 109, assuming you can land you know, a Chase, a Smith, uh, a Harris, a Pitts, what would really suck is if Pitts... Harris, Chase all come off the board before 106, and you're kind of like, fuck, you know, it's it's Lance, and then at 109, is it Bateman, is it Zach Wilson? I don't know, but I do know that whatever you get at 106 or 109, you're praying you get a thousand rushing yards and a thousand receiving, you know, a thousand receiving yard capable player, and the likelihood of that happening is slim to none. Christian McCaffrey is one of a kind. He's this era's version of Marshall Falk. So if you're telling me I can lock in twenty five to thirty PPR points per game. Uh, I'm taking that. I'm taking that over Darnold and Pitts. I'm taking that over Darnold, Pitts, and Devontae Smith. Even though I think the the picks, it's a lot to give up. But again, it's Christian freaking McCaffrey. So uh, in this deal, I think this was a good, uh, this was a solid trade. And I think the reason why part of this went down is a couple of reasons. One, rookie hype fever is through the roof. So any other time, I don't think you'd be able to trade that for Christian McCaffrey. Like I'd want at least three first round picks this year. And I'd want at least one of them to be high enough to secure Najee Harris. 
is 106 high enough to Shakir Najee? In a single quarterback league, hell no. In a super flex league, maybe if you can get four quarterbacks off of the board and Kyle Pitts um, within the first five picks, potentially. But even then, it's Christian McCaffrey. So those are the deals that went down. If your deal wasn't featured, don't don't be mad at me, man. It's just a lot, right? There's a there's a lot going on, uh, um, but we will get to it. That's what we do. We'll just keep them rolling every single week. So hope y'all could take something from this exercise. One hundred and one. Try to trade back. You got a couple of days to trade back and get that done before um, you know, before the NFL draft hits and these landing spots come to fruition. So try to trade back. Trade back to one hundred and two, one hundred and three. Pick up a stud player. Pick up some future draft capital. You'll be just fine. So if you appreciated the show, make sure you sub, hit the thumbs up button, like the content, and uh, come check out the Patreon, man. Patreon.com forward slash all gas. Support the creators. Support the content. I appreciate y'all. We'll be back next week with more. I'm out of this thing. Peace.